Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Dude, welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. I am so glad that you're here. And I just have to take a moment to thank you for continuing to share this little project with your friends. You are helping get The Kind Mind message out into the world, and I just cannot thank you enough. So thank you. And today, we are doing a deep dive into a mindset shift that I really believe can be monumental when it comes to the trajectory of your growth journey. And that is the distinction between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I'm going to lay down a bit of a framework for us, and then we are going to work together to make that shift, okay? First off, fixed mindset, growth mindset. Sounds pretty self-explanatory. We are two very intelligent women here, and we can assume the gist, right? But you know by now, in the time that you and I have spent together, that the thing in between our ears is pretty freaking sneaky. And the same goes for this. We slip into our fixed mindset probably a lot more than we think. Our fixed mindset is that headspace we get in where we believe that our abilities or our qualities or our circumstances even are fixed. They are already determined. They cannot be improved upon. They cannot be changed. They are what they are. That mindset where you avoid both fear and failure at all costs. Because in this headspace, you are are doomed to fail. And fear, it always wins. And this is more than just negativity here. This is a headspace where the motivation to strive for improvement doesn't really exist because your ability is already determined. In this headspace, we we tend to avoid challenges. We ignore criticism. We may give up easily. We put in less effort and we get really freaking threatened by the success of others because we don't see ourselves getting there we don't see ourselves doing those things it's that why should i even bother kind of headspace tell me if you connect with this maybe it is in a social situation or maybe it's associated with a job performance but tell me if this hits you in that oh am i relate kind of place okay i found myself doing this a lot in high school theater auditions. I looked at the success of the people that landed every single lead role, and I told myself, why even try? Why even bother? They just have something that you don't. Instead of thinking, well, um, maybe they've been training harder than you have. Maybe they've been practicing more or taking more lessons than you have. Nope, my mind was fixed. My ability was fixed, and so was the outcome. 
I think we all have probably found ourselves in that headspace at least once. And man, it is a gross one to be in. But that growth mindset, that is where the beautiful stuff happens, right? This headspace, on the other hand, is based on the belief that our abilities and our skills, they can be improved upon. They can be molded. The belief that seeking out resources and putting in work can lead to the growth that we're looking for. (laughs) This headspace, it allows us to view failure productively, to see failure as an opportunity to learn what doesn't work so you can get closer to what does. That belief, that thought process does this beautiful domino effect when it comes to the fear that you have of that failure. Seeing failure as an opportunity to grow Girl, that's not scary. Bring it the heck on. When have you really felt like you were in this headspace? Really try and pinpoint it. When was the last time you felt like you were operating in a true growth mindset? Was it trying a new skill? Were you starting a new job or or getting excited about a new opportunity? What brought you there? What got your noggin in that place? Was it excitement, a a challenge, inspiration of some kind? But more importantly, what made that fade? What made that productive mindset come to a halt or take a turn? What made it stop? But you and I both know (laughs) that those weird folds of tissue in between our ear holes are way more complicated than one mindset or another right? Duh. So can we be both? Of course we can. Maybe you have a growth mindset when it comes to your career, but a fixed mindset when it comes to love or relationships. Or maybe you have a fixed mindset about your financial situation. You are where you are, but a growth mindset about your physical fitness or your health. It's 100% normal for you to have differences in mindset for different aspects of your life. Totally normal, dude. And like most things in the psychology world, of course it's situational. Of course it has to be annoying and can't be cut and dry and simple. So let's chat examples so that we can bring some awareness to it. Of course, so much of this depends on things like how we were raised, location, career, resilience built over time, all sorts of things. So take these as examples, okay? We just need to build some connective tissue here to these two mindsets so that we have something to work off. Example, fixed, okay? You didn't do so well on a project at work. You get negative feedback from your boss, And you take that to mean that you are no good at your job, so you should probably just quit and find another one. Or you weren't even meant to be in that field or position to begin with. That's option one, right? We could could go with that option. Or option two, you get negative feedback from your boss about a project that you didn't do so hot on. You take this feedback as direction on how to redo the project and and how to knock it out of the freaking park next time. Which one do you think is going to lead to a more positive outcome? 
Which one do you think is going to lead to a happier life or or a more productive employee? Another example here. Option one: yucky fixed mindset. Somewhere down deep, under a whole bunch of fear and uncertainty, you want to start your own business, but you don't ever pursue it. You don't try because you don't know how. And you don't believe that you can figure it out somehow. Or option two, somewhere down deep under a whole lot of fear and uncertainty, you want to start your own business. Based on your growth mindset, you take one step at a time to gain the skills and the resources to start that freaking business. Notice how fear is not out of the equation over here in growth mindset land. But option two says, hey, fear, how's it hanging? I'm going to see you as an indication instead of a limit. As an indication for change instead of a limit for my ability. Which option is going to lead to a more successful business or a more ambitious entrepreneur? It's amazing how much of a difference it can make when we convince ourselves that we're the ish, dude. And not just that we're the ish, but that we are crazy powerful and capable of growth so our ishness can get even cooler. So we see the difference between the two, and hopefully you're thinking up some examples of each of these that that you've noticed in your own life because when we are able to really pinpoint the examples of them, we are then able to make some really cool realizations. So normally, the aspects of our lives that we fall into a fixed mindset for are actually areas of our lives that we feel are lacking in some way. AKA, these are the areas of our lives that we actually want to see growth in. How freaking trippy is that? Why does our brain have to be such a stinking sneak? You mean to tell me that the areas of my life that I am not seeing the results that I want in are the places where my mindset goes to the fixed and yucky place? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Unfortunately, yes, ma'am. But Emily, that's not productive. That, that, That doesn't get me anywhere. That gets me stuck. Exactly. Girlfriend, exactly. And that's where the shift needs to happen. But how do we actually do that? How do we make that shift happen? How do we get it started? Because we know that we want to, right? We know that we want to reach some big goals and and we want to make some big moves. But how do we actually do that? You want to start reaching our goals. You want to be growing as a person. You want to learn from your mistakes. But we have to get ourselves in a headspace that actually allows us to do that. So I've broken down the start of this shift into five steps for us to go through. Five steps to get that mindset shift started, to get the ball rolling. Number one, become aware of what triggers your fixed mindset. What turns it on and makes it get stubborn? Before we can start to make any kind of mindset shift, we have to gain some self-awareness to know what to look out for. So we start by paying extra close attention to our thoughts, to our mood, to our decision-making, 
Begin to categorize them if you can and distinguish what your fixed mindset triggers are. And this may sound super cheesy, but it is scientifically proven that we pay closer attention to something if it's written down or spoken out loud. Sound goofy in this case? It probably does, but start writing down the thoughts that stand out to you as fixed. Put pen to paper. Start making a freaking list. And that brings me to step two here. I I need you to promise me on this one, okay? Because it's tough. Step two, don't judge yourself or beat yourself up about it. Not only is this not going to do you any good, but you are not alone in this. We all have a fixed mindset about something, every single one of us. When you start being intentional and making these realizations, you may not be too happy with what you find or, or with the words that you find yourself writing, but that's okay. Judging those thoughts is not going to get us where we want to be. So instead, get curious. Put the judgment down and get curious. Can you promise me that, please? Step three, decide what you want to believe instead. Now, again, I get that this may sound a little bit silly, but this is, again, where we go pen to paper. Decide what you want to believe instead. Write it down. Maybe you make yourself a little chart going from the fixed thought to this goal thought that we have. Really spell it out for yourself. And of course, it's not a, I write it down on paper and then I suddenly believe it kind of thing. Of course, it can't be that easy. But we've got two more steps here, so don't fret. Step four, transition your negative thoughts to neutral thoughts. And then those neutral thoughts to positive ones. Start thinking of ways that you can soften this fixed thought in some way, of a hole in that thinking that that a neutral thought can kind of wiggle into, okay? This has to be something that you currently believe, but that's a little less fixed than the original one. I mean, we can't just go from one extreme to the other, right? Our brain is not going to buy that. So we have to do some baby stepping here. Let's use our example from before. You want to start your own business. Your fixed thought says that you don't know how to start a business, therefore you can't. Now let's find a hole here. How can we make that thought a little bit more neutral? Sometimes this is going to look like you putting a lid on the thought before it can get to that fixed place. You want to start a business. You don't know how to start a business. Period. The end. Put a lid on it. Do you see how that thought got a little bit more neutral. You stated the facts. I want to start a business. I don't know how. And then we get to work here. We practice. Yes, girl, you actually have to practice your thinking. And when that neutral thought feels strong, we repeat that cycle. We have this neutral thought that we want to start a business and we don't know how. How can we take it one step further And bring that thought to a more growth-oriented place. Hmm, Okay. I want to start a business. I don't know how. I'm going to figure it out. It's crazy how one sentence changes everything, right? Neutral to growth. And now again, we put that into practice. We intentionally practice that thought until it rings true. Now, dude, this is going to take some time. And that's okay. Be patient and intentional and you'll be just fine. Step five, 
apply this process to every area of your life that you believe sends you into a fixed mindset. Most likely, you experience this fixed mindset yuckiness and more than one aspect of your life. So apply this process to those places too. Pick one place to start and make your way. Focus on one area at a time. It's going to take time and and practice and a whole lot of patience. But is it going to push you towards growth? You darn right it is. That's all five steps, babe. Is it going to be frustrating? Yes, I won't lie. But is it going to be worth it? Also, yes. You're a woman that wants change. You want to see results. You want to see progress. And you're also a woman that is smart enough to know that that's going to take some damn frustration. So get freaking frustrated. Get confused. It should be confusing. But start that process. You didn't press play on a mindset-focused podcast by chance. So start the process, dude. Sit yourself down and do some soul-searching. What areas of your life do you see yourself getting in that fixed and yucky headspace for? Take that as an indication that this is an area of your life that you truly want to see change in and put in the legwork to get your head in a place to make that change happen. We just walk through five steps to get that shift started for you. But if all five seems overwhelming for you right now, I want to leave you with this one word that you can use to get that fixed to growth mindset ball rolling, okay? And that is the power of yet. The power of the word yet. Dude, think about this for a second. Those three letters make a thought sound so different. I don't get it. I just can't do this. It didn't work. Yet. Did your noggin just explode like mine did? I don't get it yet, but I will someday. I can grow to understand. I just can't do this yet, but I can grow my skills and hone my abilities to be able to do it in the future. It didn't work yet, but... I am learning what doesn't work so that I can continue to get closer to what does. A three-letter word that can send that growth perspective into motion. So whether you're listening to this on your morning commute or on an evening run, whenever your go-getter self put me in your ear holes today, I want you to pick one fixed thought that you know that you have. And I want you to add the word yet to the end. I am not confident yet. I don't love the skin that I'm in yet. I can't do this skill yet or tackle this task yet. And then when you're ready, get intentional and go through those five steps. Start that snowball effect because girlfriend, you are not meant to sit still. You are not meant to sleepwalk through your life. You're meant to grow. So go set yourself up with a headspace that will allow you to do that, okay? I am so glad that we got to sit down and chat today, lady. You be kind to that mind over there, and I'll see you next week. Dude! 
dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.